0: Listening Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Welcome to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale, the weekly radio talk show where we unwrap and reveal the secrets that successful people use and you can too. Available at successunwrappedradio.com. This podcast is sponsored by GoToMeeting at gotomeeting.com. These days, whether you're in business or simply want to share something with friends and family, email and voicemail sometimes just aren't enough. That's why you should try GoToMeeting, an online meeting solution that will revolutionize how you communicate with your business associates, family, and friends. GoToMeeting makes it easy to provide training and share information. All you need is a PC, an internet connection, and a phone. You invite people to meet you online, they see your computer screen on their monitor, and best of all, you can meet as long as you want, as often as you need, for one flat rate. Try it yourself for free for 45 days. No credit card is required. Just go to gotomeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and type in the promo code PODCAST. That's gotomeeting.com, try it free button, promo code PODCAST. Try GoToMeeting free today. My special guest this week is Cammy Koblewski, a life and business coach who teaches the power of passion and purpose, helping people get from where they are to where they want to be. Cami herself has done many jobs in the corporate, media, and academic sectors, all of which have allowed her to work with her own biggest passion, people. Cami, thank you so much for joining us today to unwrap passion and purpose. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Why is it important for people to find their passion? Well
1: life would be really boring if we just sort of were walking around like robots and (laughs) and you know living an automated sort of life and so um, I believe that tuning into your passions really helps to amplify your best self and helps to guide you down that path of finding your purpose
0: Okay, so for the people that are listening who don't know what their passion is or they haven't uncovered it yet, how would they go about doing that? That's a really good
1: question. And that's the that's a question that baffles a lot of people. They're like, I'm not sure what I'm passionate about. I don't know what that is. I believe a little differently than some perhaps, you know, other coaches or personal development people that are out there, I believe that our it's important to live passionately every day and that's really just tuning into what feels good for you. So Doing more what makes you happy and what makes you feel good. If it's knitting, if it's singing, if it's dancing, if it's drawing, writing, blogging, um, starting a business, or thinking creatively, or um, spending time with your children or your family, um, reading books, taking classes, cooking, whatever those little things that you really enjoy. If you start tuning into those little things on a daily basis you can really begin to start focusing in then on what it is you really want to do with your life.
0: And then, of course, some of them will say, but I can't make any money at my passion of knitting or blogging or whatever.
1: Right, <laughs> right. Well, I'm not telling everyone to go run out, uh, run out and quit their job. <laughs> um, I still hold down a full-time day job myself. I'm, a, I'm an instructor at a university, and I love that, and it's given me the opportunity to work at coaching and writing myself, and I do that in the evenings and on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's little tiny baby steps. It doesn't happen overnight. I also to suggest to people to find a mentor. If there's someone out there who has a business model or is doing what you want to do and you see that person, you say, I want to be that person. I want to do what that person does. I want to have a life like that person has. Send them an email. Uh, go to a networking event where you think that person might be. If you know someone who knows that person, ask them to put you in touch with them or make an introduction. And invite that person out to coffee or for lunch and just talk to them and ask them questions. Um, as you know, people love to talk about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I find that finding a mentor, seeking a mentor, some, I tell my students to find a career idol. And really, you know, try to model their career after that person. So um, it's baby steps and it's one day at a time.
0: So how would we present it to that mentor or that potential mentor and let them know that they should mentor us, somehow making it a win-win situation for them so it's just not all taking on our part?
1: That's a good question as well. It depends on the situation that you're in and the time availability that you have. Um, Some people perhaps would, if they're a coach or um, a consultant, they may actually want to charge you a fee. And that would be up to you if you had the money or funds available to pay a fee or pay a charge for even a half an hour of their time a month. I know Laurel Langmire who is Um, she had studied with Robert Kiyosaki from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and she has her own multi-million dollar company now. And she talks about finding a mentor and that she actually did that herself and still does. And and she just tries to get in a half an hour a month to have, she comes armed with questions and she's ready to ask her questions for that person. So if that means you might have to volunteer to work with that person, or if you could become an assistant for that person. I know another woman who uh, loved Tony Robbins' work and she just Wanted to learn from him and be with him, and she managed to work herself into a six month um, assistant position and got to go, you know, live in his home and be his assistant for six months. So it's really about determination and where that old saying, where there's a will, there's a way. If you want to work with that person, you'll find a way, and persistence really pays.
0: Okay. Now, what exactly is the relationship between passion and purpose?
1: For me, I think. Living passionately allows you to live as your authentic self. And I I believe as humans, we most of us feel the need to serve in some way. Sometimes we feel a little void in our lives um, when we're just living selfishly or just to make more money for ourselves and whatnot. Um, Obviously, Oprah's been uber successful because she gives back. And she just did what she wanted to do, what she was interested in, and what made her feel good. Um, and she started out with small steps and has created, you know, a multi-billion-dollar company for herself, an empire, if you will. Um, so, if you're if you're living passionately, living from your passion, living what makes you feel good, that helps to guide you down the path to serving your purpose. And for me, I believe, our purpose can be different from day to day. I don't know that there's one set purpose for each person. Today it might be walking down the hall and opening a door for someone else or smiling at a stranger who's having a bad day and you may not know about it, and that alters how their day is and could forever alter their life. So I think our passion um, and purpose are tied together because living from your passions and living passionately and and being alive and being fully aware and in the present moment um, leads you down the path to serving your purpose each day and in each moment.
0: Hmm. Okay, so not only do we have many passions, but we also have many purposes.
1: That's sort of my perspective. That's how I see it because um, I've seen it change for myself too. I feel like I have a grand purpose and that's to help um, open other people's eyes to living their passions and living on purpose. Um, so, yeah, I think there's many passions and there can be different purposes.
0: So how do we go about uncovering that grand purpose once we're following the little passions every day and we've got our purpose every day, but it all leads to this bigger picture? Where do we find that? That's a really
1: good question. Um once we start tuning into what really feels good for us, then the bigger work starts. Um, and, you know, we've, we've all heard about write it down and make it happen. It's really powerful when you sit down and start to create a vision for your life. Um, there's lots of coaches and personal development people that talk about goals. I'm more uh, a vision person. I tend to look at life as creating a picture on a canvas and what do you want that picture to look like? So it really starts with, um, you hear a lot of people saying, I don't want this and I don't want that. I don't want that. And I don't want to be overweight and I don't want to work at this job. So if it means starting at taking a look at what you don't want, okay, make that list. Make a list of, of the things that you don't want on the left side of a piece of paper. And then on the right side of a piece of paper, turn those phrases into what you do want. So you take the don't wants and turn them into what you do want. And then you start to create a list of the things that you do want in your life which is really just the basic beginning part of the plan.
0: (laughs) And the beginning of the law of attraction. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Now, you have worked a lot of jobs in a lot of industries to get to where you are now. How did you know when you found your purpose?
1: I was in that place where I was really seeking. Um, I sort of had that stirring within where I knew there was something bigger for me. I had been working in the marketing and event marketing and branding world. And while I loved that world and it was very um, glamorous and fun and exciting, it was also very stressful and it was very other people oriented, but, not in a service type way, so to speak. Um, I was really working to help just impact the bottom line for the companies I was working for. And I I looked up and I said, if I'm going to be working this hard, I want to work this hard for myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I have an undergraduate degree in psychology and in mass communication. So I always had thought I perhaps would go back and become a professional counselor and be a therapist. I quit my job as an event marketing manager and came back to the university that I work at now um, and was working in the admissions office so that I could get a discount on my tuition and began a master's in counseling program. As I got further into that program, I realized that that uh, there's many talented people to work as therapists and to work at um, helping mentally ill or mentally challenged people heal. I wanted to work at people who were pretty healthy and had recovered from a lot of uh, their past issues, but wanted to take their lives one step further. And I stumbled upon on the internet when I was doing some research for a paper, life coaching. And um, I think I researched it for about six months and just did a lot of thorough research and whatnot. And one day I stumbled upon the website of the woman that I ultimately hired as my first mentor and coach. Um, I read a newspaper article that linked me to her website and... I was like, that's the life I want to have. I want to have her life. That sounds fantastic. And so I actually did send her an email, and then we started working together. So it was sort of a light bulb moment, but it was a process at the same time in that I'd been seeking, and I knew, and I started to ask questions. And I did the same thing. I wrote lists. I've looked back at my journal since then from about three or four years ago, and it's like all mapped out. You know, I want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want to be this. I want to be that. And so I I really just put that vision together and created it and wrote it down and made it happen.
0: It's funny. Once we find our purpose, once we have that light bulb moment, it's easy to kind of look back and say, oh, yeah, this led to that and that led to that. And all these other things that I did that seemed so scattered at the time all came together to form this big picture of where I'm meant to be now. But are there clues that we can look for along the way? Because when you're on that journey, it's really tough to see them it
1: is it is and and that's exactly right when i look back i think wow i couldn't have been set up any better for this position all of my media background all of my communications background public relations marketing how to put a brand together i would never have been able to begin a business um, and form and, and articulate all of that for my business. If I did not have that experience dealing with people and communicating, and then also my background in psychology and having taken some of those initial counseling classes, which then led me to the coach training. So yes, it's easy to look back and say, oh, the path led here. I think what I would recommend for people is really, I know it sounds, but trust and faith and know that if you surrender. You know, to the universe, which sounds a little woo woo. <laughs> um, but God or universe or, or whatever it is that you call that higher power and ask, you know, ask to be used for the greater good. Ask to, to be tuned into what that is for you and watch for those, it's little signs and little steps and, um, those synchronicities will start to show up. Those right people and the right conversations and random emails and, and encounters with people that you would never imagine you would meet. When you really focus on that intention to be used for the greater good um, and take those steps, you'll, you'll step into it and you'll look up and you'll be there. So it sounds sort of like magic, but there are actual steps you have to
0: take. It's funny. I know that a lot of the listeners know that they're supposed to surrender like that. But it seems that always the ego gets in the way. The ego comes and says, I know better than that. I I know what you should be doing. And then we start trying to figure it out for ourselves. And we start second guessing what's going on. Is there a way to quiet that so that we can... (laughs) Just do that surrendering that you described.
1: Well, uh, Heather, I I deal with that every day myself. I mean, the surrender is so challenging. I'm a recovering control freak. (laughs) I'm a recovering perfectionist, you know. But I've realized that when I step out of my own way and I ask again to be used for the greater good, and, and realize and remember that it's not about me, it's like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. You know, I really feel like this isn't about me. This is about how I'm here to serve and what role I play in the bigger picture, we're all connected. And so that ripple effect goes out even further. It extends even further when we step out of the way. Because I think I've even heard Oprah say it. You know, God or the universe has a bigger plan for us than we can even imagine. And so in a way, we're blocking um, our success. We're blocking... How big and beautiful our lives can actually become by thinking that we and in, in in the um, we sort of walk around with blinders on. We can only see, we have sort of tunnel vision. It's like I want this, I see this, I want to get there, but we don't even know that there could be even bigger or grander or greater than what we can currently envision. Um, so it is something that's challenging. But if you every day just sort of try to remember to surrender and just let go of, it's not. I think we set a clear intention, but then let go of the how it's going to show up, you know, not need to control, well, I have to contact this person, and it's going to require this, and how am I going to get there, and sort of release that anxiety around how will I get there, and just trust that if
0: we're clear with our intention, it will happen. Yeah, yeah, that trusting process is hard for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: that's why you have to be armed with those daily, you know, the daily little things. Um, I'm a big fan of You know, to become the person that you want to become, if you're not currently that person or or the version of you, you know, you 1.0 and you want to become you 2.0, what does that person look like? What does that person dress like? What does that person do on a daily basis? Um, And so that's how it helps you step into that space be able to surrender. So for me, it's focusing on gratitude every day. So at the end of the day, I I write in a gratitude journal um, and I just make a list of the different qualities or events or people or things that I'm grateful for for that day. By doing that, that allows more of that good stuff to show up each and every day concurrently. Um, same thing with a meditation or a prayer time each day, physical fitness, eating healthier. So it's the little daily steps and having that sort of structure that helps you be able to surrender a little bit more. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think of the concept of acting as if? So if I'm Heather 1.0, this is what Heather 2.0 looks like, and I'm just going to act as if I am Heather 2.0 now. Fake it till you make it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's controversy around that. Some people are like, no way, you can't do that. Why not? Um, (laughs) Actors do it all the time. You know, that's their job. And and some of them do a really, really good job of acting as if they are that person. I think that's fantastic. Um, I even still do that myself. There are days where... I might not be feeling so the Cami that I really believe I am. And then I'm like, how does that Cami feel? Um, how does she walk? Does she hold her head higher? Does she make eye contact with more people and smile at them? Uh, is she more in the present moment when she's at the grocery store and making eye contact with the cashier and saying thank you and connecting with that person? I- I'm a fan of fake it till you make it. Yeah or acting as if, I think that's the perfect way to, how how else would you know if you don't already know? So if you envision what that, what that version of you acts like, and you can begin stepping into that again, I think you just wake up one day and you're like, I've arrived.
0: (laughs) You can visit Cammie's website at passionmeetspurpose.com. And I hope you've enjoyed the first segment of our interview. But it's not over. There's a full 200% more than what you just heard where we delve deeper into these success principles. To unwrap the full interview and get lots more tools for success, just sign up to become a Success Unwrapped member on any level you choose at successunwrapped.com members. This has been Success Unwrapped with Heather Vail. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of Success Unwrapped, helping you to unwrap and discover your own potential for success. Until next time, keep unwrapping. I'm Heather Bell. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network at Blueberry.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y ycom